welcome to episode two of the Peanut Butter and Jody podcast, where we discuss life, love, and the art of successful relationships. I'm Jody, and the love of my life and partner in crime, Laura, is by my side. Say hi, Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome back to our podcast. So today is episode two, where we're going to discuss relationships and relation shits. <laughs> and how to tell the difference between the two and look for the signs that you're in a relationship or a relationship. Sometimes you're in both. It is possible to be in both a relationship and a relationship. I think a lot of that has to do with seeing the signs that you're in a relationship. Just to to give a little credit where credit is due, the term relationship is lovingly borrowed from Dane Cook, who coined the term in a very perfect way on one of his uh, his forays into comedy. And, um, it, wow, that's it a is good word. Foray. I like that. Into comedy. Foray. foray. Don't we do that? We say that when we're excited. We go, foray. Well, I wasn't thinking that. That's what I was thinking. I was going down another road. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it it is absolutely 100% true mm-hmm. that a relationship is actually something that I believe firmly exists. Yeah, and I think that what you can do is you can take a relationship and you take a lot of good things from that. And then the other one is obviously the not-so-desirable things, and you can take that, and they're both learning experiences. But you also have to know at the same time, when a relationship is good and a relationship is happening and everything is glorious and great, that is is definitely the foundations of a, of a good, strong relationship. Yeah. The relationship, also one of the connotations of, of being in that scenario is that you might there might come a time where you want to jump out. Right. And you have to know when something is really bad, staying in something just because is a bad idea. You throw your life away. It's just just not a good... There's no point. Yeah, life exactly. is too short. Yeah, absolutely. It's too short. Now, that being said, being in the relationship, it is possible also that some work could be done to kind of bring that back around. Mm-hmm. But both people in the relationship, as we'll call it, um, have to be willing to make the effort. Right, right. Exactly. So we'll talk about the relationship part of it and uh, and some of the things that are that are super good about a good relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and also, I'd like to, to state that relationships... Um, <laughs> can apply to anybody too it's not just your spouse it could no, be it, it could be, be anybody work related yep it could be with friendships yep. or friendships we can call that that as well friendship i have now friendship <laughs> i have now coined that for myself yep we will copyright that immediately following this episode we have friendships and I have flushed multiple down the toilet. <laughs> the friendships get flushed. Watch the swirly friendship go down in a heaping mass of brownness into the abyss. News at eleven. So, um, but but a very strong relationship has some key ingredients. 
So tell me what your thoughts are on the key ingredients of which one of, of any relationship. I don't care whether it's with your spouse, whether it's with your kids, whether it's with your dog. It doesn't matter wow. what it is. Um, That's weird. But, but there are things. Well, okay, dogs can't communicate, so they're off the table. <laughs> a parrot, maybe parrots are a little communicative. They can lick you. Dogs or parrots? Oh, dogs can lick you, and they can lick themselves. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> that concept goes out the window as well. Unless you like that, and that's your hey, own thing. Everybody, everybody's got the Their little thing. animal magnetism yeah. over there. And that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. So we're not going to talk yeah, about Seth that tonight. Seth Rogen referenced it once in a movie, and I, I know we're with, not. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So anyway, but what would be a couple of the a couple of the big ingredients for a strong relationship? I'm going to tell let's you Let's take one. take one key for a relationship that in any one of those. Different areas works. Okay. I think in a relationship, and this is friendship or spouse-wise, okay, or your significant other, whatever the case may be, I think you need to be very comfortable. I think there should never be a situation where you feel uncomfortable to be yourself. I've had them. Yeah, you're right. You have to be comfortable in your skin and in the skin of the relationship, wow. you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to like Hannibal Lecter. He's comfortable in many he people's wa- yeah, skin. Yeah, he was. But you never want to feel like you're on the spot or being looked at or no. or tense or nervous or anything nope. like that. That's that's totally against um, good relationship building. Exactly. Exactly. Like I'll give an example. I was friends with somebody who would come over and make me feel uneasy and uncomfortable because, for example, um, I had a screaming baby and, you know, the house wasn't clean enough for her. So that is not a friendship because that should be a, hey, let me help you out, not a, why aren't you cleaning the fridge out? Right, because friends should really be there to so to support you, understand mm-hmm. your situation, and not be you. judgmental, and yeah, no, exactly, they have free hands; they can help. Yeah, right. So you have to be super comfortable in that relationship. Now, so in in a relationship, mm-hmm. um, if you're feeling that way, you have one of two choices: you can correct it or bail. And I guess you probably have to evaluate. Um, a couple of things. You have to evaluate the impact of that relationship on your life. You have to evaluate um, what you're getting from the relationship. Right. Um, and we'll talk about that also. You had a, another uh, relationship at one point that I can I recall. A um, I can recall one where it took it took quite a while and it took your mom to kind of tell you that, hey, this is, no. isn't as it appears. And tell me a little bit about that one. That one was a situation where I didn't realize that I was being used for my niceness, for my do-anything-for-you personality. And I was taken advantage of for many, many years and never even saw it. And sometimes it takes somebody else to bring that to light for you, too. And I honestly can say that the people that are no longer in my life, not that I wish them anything bad whatsoever, but... I feel like I can breathe again. You know, I just feel like I tried to make things work and they just weren't. So, and also that's, and I have no problem cutting people off. Right. And one thing I can say is that, 
I'm kind of um, stuck with my kids. So, well, you know. They can be cut off, too. Yeah. They better well, yeah, really they watch be. themselves. Yeah, we've already sent them to another state, two of them. Yeah, and I can cut further. Yeah, I could put them in the water. Uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's fine. Um, but aside from the the comfort aspect of of a good relationship or lack of comfort in a bad relationship. Are you going to speak one of your own or what? Well, I've, I've had a couple. I've, I've suffered a couple of situations where um, there's a lack of communication and probably relationship burnout. And you know what? I think knowing you as long as I have that you put up not that you put up with more, but you kind of forgive a little longer and a little more than I do. Yeah, yeah, I, I probably do. And I kind of tend to be like, well, you know, they're just in a different place. Which or, is why I'm still here, maybe. Hey. Um, but sometimes these people are in a different place. Um, and, and that's also one thing, too. And some of these relationships that, that I know you've talked about and some of the ones that I'm talking about where you suffer burnout the things that brought you together in the first place may have been valid at one point. So you may have or been clouded. I, I think a lot of times going into the relationship, at least in my perspective, going into the relationship, I, you know, they were different people at a different time. And some, sometimes, sometimes, and sometimes I think at least for myself, um, those foundations that that relationship was built on, change over time whether it's it's influence a change in their lifestyle a change in somebody's overall direction a change in their demeanor substance influence i don't care what it is it could be almost anything but i Wait, kind of let feel, me take a sip of my wine while you're talking hey, about substance <clears throat> abuse that substance yeah but it could be could it be one of a myriad of different things that kind of myriad myriad did you know her I don't know if it's someone or if it's a cream that you put on your face to get rid of acne scars. <laughs> um, but it, it could be one of those things. <laughs> it could be one of those things that, you know, uh, just a philosophical change. It could be, for instance, I'm sure there are millions and millions and millions of people during this last presidential election that found themselves divided um, because of the political climate on different sides of the political spectrum and really forced people into, you know, opposing corners and broke up some relationships. I would guarantee that that I'm happened. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, I know um, there was one uh, one time I was on Facebook and there was a, a post about something that was happening in our local town and it had to do with a fire engine. And the fact that the fire engine was not maintained properly and that there was a contract dispute with the manufacturer of the fire engine and blah, blah, blah. All this stuff was going on. And there was a lady on there who's like, you know, I think that they should be responsible for this. And I'm like, I think you're correct. I think you're 100% correct. And I backed this lady up. There was another post at some point. And Facebook was very divisive during this time, too. People were just on there I to fight. I hate Facebook. That's why I'm not on it. There you go. Um, and the lady popped up on another post. And it and it had to do with an issue in our local town um, with with the, the purchase of a property and, and the impact on taxes. Is the same woman? The same woman appeared on this other that. post, right? Okay, okay. And now she was on the opposite side of my opinion. 
and went so far as one to assume that I'm a woman because my name is Jody, and to assume that I'm living off of the system and on welfare because I grew up with some public assistance. So mm-hmm. she assumed that one, I was poor, and two, I was a woman, and bashed me over the head for manipulating the system. So what happened was, um, after the election happened... You're not um, talking about the presidential election now. Yeah, this after the presidential election okay. happened. Okay. Because all these these horrible divisive elections, even at the local level, were just disgusting in our town and and all around the, the whole country was a disaster, as everybody knows. Disaster. It was a disaster. It was an unmitigated disaster. That I can tell you. I didn't know Donald Trump was in the room, but he uh, may be uh, hiding right all now. All the air just got sucked out of the room by <laughs> President Trump. Um, and that I can tell you is that it'll be amazing. Everyone will love it. You sound like Chris. You sound like Chris Angel a little there too. <laughs> I do not sound like Chris Angel. <laughs> I um, love Chris Angel. Yeah. Um, so at some point later on, I don't remember what predicated her comment, but she apologized to me. At I some remember point that yes. because she said she doesn't know what came over her. And this whole election thing and all this political mumbo jumbo turned her into somebody she wasn't. Okay. So what is this? How does this tie into the well, whole? It's talking about how it's talking about um, the how politics can divide people, especially okay. the more recent politics. So that could be one facet of what breaks up a relationship. It could be. It could be again. You could be on different sides of the political spectrum. Uh, a myriad of things. There's that word again, myriad. Facial cream for acne scars. If you call now. (laughs) 1-800-MYRIAD. And if you act now, you'll also receive one anal scrubber. All right. Free at no extra cost. All right. Anyway, um, I digress. So so again, I I think, in my opinion, that sometimes there are situations where uh, people outgrow one another or just head in different directions. And you have to kind of recognize... That that's the scenario you're in. You know, you may have people that, that become party people or crazy conservatives or whatever they are. Um, and and you have to recognize it and make the call. And, and yeah. frequently people don't want to make the call and it'll take a fight or people ignoring one another to make the call. But at some point, somebody should make the call. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I, I, I've been in the situations where... You know, I'm a very understanding, open-minded, call me a liberal kind of person. And I don't really care what you do in the privacy of your own home. That has something to do with my friendship. So when you are hiding things from me or being, you know, something that you weren't in the beginning or I didn't see, uh, what's the point? Yeah. You know? Exactly. What is the point? Right. And and. The unfortunate thing is a lot of times these separations are not exactly amicable. People wind up hating each other. And the reality is, at least I know for us, you know, again, we hold no animosity toward anyone who had been in a relationship with us and all this other stuff. Because, I mean, honestly, those people are moving on with their lives, we're moving on with our lives. And there's no, I'm not wasting time discussing, well, he did this and he said that and I want to punch him in the nuts. I don't really care. It doesn't matter to me. Um, the we are better off in the end for recognizing the fact that we were in a relationship that really wasn't conducive to to more long term coupling with them and all this other stuff. Um, it doesn't really really matter 
because at the end of the day, you know, a lot of times situations like that are also, um, you know, coming on the heels of other situations that may have happened in the past. It could become a repeating thing and people keep trying to hold on to these relationships for dear life, uh, you know, until until you get down to Christmas card level. That's uh, so stupid. And it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't. I just I just feel that, like I said before, life is too short and you want people in your life who want to be in your life. You don't have to see them every day. You don't have to talk to them every day. But as long as you're as long as you're there for you, you know, and that's that's, you know, I have a few relationships that, you know, I, I just adore these people. And, you know, they've just been wonderful. I mean, so, you so know. there's a mutual benefit. I think that's that's also absolutely mutual. Yeah, that's that's also a good point. You know, in relationships, um, for any relationship to be successful, um, there has to be mutual benefit. There can't be, you know, a one sided. Yeah, there can't be um, someone who's giving all the time and someone who's taking all the time. Although my grandfather did give me a sage piece of advice once. As okay. it related to our very young marriage. Okay. And he did it in a comedic way. Okay. And, and it, it's not exactly true, but what he said is he said, Hey, Joe, you got two people in a relationship. You got Usually. givers mm-hmm. and you got takers. You you can't be a giver and you can't be a taker. He said, so in your relationship, you're going to be wrong all the time. Your wife's going to be right all the time. That is true. Get used to it and yep. your life will be fine. That's why we're still together. Because I'm always wrong. You are. I'm not wrong. I'm right frequently. I just choose not to express my rightness. Um, anyway, I digress again. So, um, But there has to be mutual benefit for people in relationships. Mm-hmm. You can't have a scenario where... Um, you get nothing out of it. And what I mean by getting something out of a relationship doesn't mean, um, you know, well, I'll help you move on Saturday if you mow my lawn on Sunday. That's not what we're talking about. It's it's emotional well-being, I think, is, a, is you know, there. it's a supporting effort. It's mm-hmm. a loving effort. And I think those things are all the elements that uh, that are that, giving giving scenario where everyone is giving giving to the relationship and everybody benefits correct and i think that if we go to the relationship that you and i have you also need in our case i mean you know you need obviously communication and love and all that good stuff but you also need space and you need your own what are you saying to me thing you kind of need to do your own thing. So, for example, when I'm watching Orange is New Black, you didn't need to get in on that since that was my own thing. But listen, you're talking about a show with hot lesbo action and a guy's going to really? get in on so that you're okay action. With that. You're okay with that? With you watching hot lesbo action? Well, I or... personally don't care. Okay, but. But. I'm not going to talk about what I want to say because my kids are probably listening. Well, they may listen. But anyway, <laughs> but honestly, I, I didn't that... find it a great show, to be honest. So, neener, no, neener. No, it was a great show. Yeah, I think it's. it didn't enthrall me. I mean, it had some good characters. I want to have Adam Driver from Girls, which is a superb show, come on here, who is also in Star Wars. I'm just saying, Star Wars is like my 
thing. So, you know, what better than Adam Driver to come on here and talk? Yeah, we'll see if we can work that out. And he can talk about the relationship he has in Star Wars with his father, Han Solo. He murdered. Hey! Okay, if you didn't you see it. can't talk about that. If you can't didn't see the film, about that. back up about six seconds and stop listening. <laughs> Jump into your time machine. Go back six seconds. Invert some something in the universe and forget what I said. So. so that's what I think about relationships, too. I mean, it's about togetherness as far as me and you go. And we really have a lot of fun together, which is a big thing. Because when the serious stuff starts... You got to really like each other. Yeah, you do get tested during during times like, uh, you know, very serious events that go on in life. Um, but I, I think, you know, one of the things that you just mentioned is having fun and space. And I'll talk about the space issue. Um, <clears throat> I personally um, like to be in the company of someone all the time. Yes. You used to bribe your son to go to the food store and buy him Hot Wheels cars. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I even if he was six, it doesn't just, matter. Yeah. Even he couldn't push the cart himself, but I needed the company because I didn't want to be alone. I know you don't like that. I, I don't. Like I being can alone. have my alone time. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I never was. I always wanted to uh, have a girlfriend. Oh, do you still want a girlfriend? I have a dog, and she's my little girlfriend. That's really weird. She's my buddy. That's gross. She's my buddy. Okay. She's my little companion. Okay. Anyway, um, but I never felt the the, uh, overwhelming desire to have my own time to do things. You know why I think you're like that? Because, because. (laughs) Because why? (laughs) Because you were ignored as a child. That's a good point. And you need that. Even as an adult, you need that. And and I, on the other hand, had a very, you know, good childhood. And I had a lot of encouragement. And maybe that's why I, I am okay with my alone time. But being now in my late 40s, don't you think I should have gotten... Oh, my gotten... God. You're in your late 40s? You didn't I tell know. me that. So sorry. I'm almost 50. Holy moly. And I am as well. Uh, but don't you think I would have gotten over the idea of having to have somebody with me constantly? I think a little more lately than, than it used to be. I do spend some time. It's uh, because I make you. Well, but I do spend some time up here and, and playing guitar and doing some music stuff and things like that. It's probably a little better than it used to be. Um, you always had that streak. And I remember one time when you were going to go take a run and I'll be like, I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a run too. I was great for about seven steps. No, the best was when you're very protective. And I went to take a run at five o'clock in the morning and it was chilly out. It was a fall day. Mm-hmm. And you got on your bike. Because your, I can't run. With your Crocs. There you go. With your jacket. And you almost crashed in a couple of parked cars because you were trying to keep up behind me so nothing would happen to me. Because in case nobody knows what I look like, but I'm very small. Right. And somebody can take her, put her in their pocket. <laughs> 
and leave and, and I then- <laughs> and and me having to have somebody with me all the time does not work well in my life plan. Listen, Let me just say it. Listen, within 5 minutes they would drop me off. They'd say she does not stop talking and her sarcasm is going to drive me crazy. That's going to be actually another episode uh, on sarcasm and its effects on relationships. Um so at a later date we'll we'll discuss that. We have some some fun talks about um, sarcastic fun. Wit. Fun talks about sarcastic wit. Okay, um, but I, they're good conversations. Mm-hmm. So, um, to back to the point though about about the space, I think I've been a little bit better. Um, and when you did go on that run, um, you know, I I recognized at that time the first time I actually tried to run with you, run with you, mm-hmm. and I ran on the balls of my toes and hurt both of my feet all yes. at the same time. Okay. That you really didn't like to run with anyone. And I know you experienced this with some of our kids also who wanted to go run with mom. That would be Alex. And, um, you know, but at at the time, though, you're like, well, yeah, okay, I'll go. But, you know, it's not going to be the most productive run because you like to do what you like to do on your time at your pace. Plus, I have a little gate. Yeah, she does. She has the world's littlest gate. One of my steps is like 15 of hers. So... To go back, I'm just going to make one statement that I am with you because I want to be with you, not because I need to be with you. And that feeling is 100% mutual. I don't. It was actually on a plaque you gave me. I I'm don't just saying, need I just to be regurgitated with, see, it. She I'm regurgitated sorry. a gift I gave. That that's would be an interesting show, too. Regurgitation, <laughs> the gift it keeps giving. <laughs> Um, so, but, but that is, that is also true too. You know, you don't want to be in relationships out of obligation. You no. want to be in the relationship because you Unless want to be a job because you have to for a paycheck. Yeah. And that's unfortunate that most of society is kind of stuck in that, that mold. Not me. Well, I know you, you have the, the ability to, to be here and to, you know, make sure that our house is in great shape and that everything is, is done here and keep things moving in the house while I head off to slave for the the uh, ever-present dollar bill. You know, it's not a, not, not a whole lot of fun, um, but it's the, the life that, that we have at the moment. Uh, hopefully one day we'll change that where we're not as reliant on the man to pay me some cashola, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so let's bring this back around, and um, the point is, is that we've got there are things that that people need in relationships. So the things that we kind of said you, you should have in relationships is you got to communicate. Uh huh. You have to want to be in it and not need to be in it. Exactly. There needs to be mutual benefit to both parties. Yeah. And if not, dump those pricks. Which I have done. And you have to be comfortable. And be comfortable. I should be able to sit in my pajamas in my living room and it shouldn't matter to anybody. That's a great point. It is. So, that about wraps it up for podcast two, Relationships and Relationships. We hope you found it entertaining, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. So, we will see you on podcast three. Bye-bye. Bye.